Jackie from Summer House, and I'm mingling with the Mimosa Mom. Hi, welcome, welcome back. back. So, you guys, today, this is really, really, really awesome. We have Carl Radke from Summer House Bravo series, and he is an investor, a filmmaker. He has produced movies. He's a former model. Oh my goodness, this guy has done it all, and he's so fun to watch on Summer House. Carl Radke, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I like the applause. Uh, thank you for having me, Mimosa Mama. This is, uh, I'm very excited. So, if you always have any questions you got, I'm, I'm ready, to, ready to go. Awesome. Well, well, first of all, how's your day going? How's yeah. your Tuesday going? Busy, really busy. I've, um, I've been basically helping my best buddy, Kyle, from Summer House as well. We are real friends in real life. Um, <laughs> been uh, launching an alcohol company, an alcohol brand called Loverboy. So, I'm leading the sales team and some of the business development stuff. So yeah, our, our lives are, are quite crazy right now with, with launching a company. So things are, things are very busy. We've seen a ton of people saying this has been the best season so far. What are your thoughts? Yeah, we've been on you know the, the show for three years. I, me and Cal started out at the beginning, but I think, yeah, I think a lot of us, you know, over the, over the couple summers that we've been doing this, we've been... You know, we've lost a few people. Some people, you know, just didn't really fit. But I think this season was really the best because, A, Kyle got engaged on, on TV, which was awesome. I think you got to see kind of the genesis of their relationship and kind of it all come to fruition, which was really exciting. And then, I don't know, I think the group itself was just everybody kind of matched really well together. I think, you know, the, the newbies, as I call them, you know, Hannah, Paige, and Jordan all kind of brought something different to the table. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was just a, a better feel this year. It just felt a lot more... Less crazy than other summer. It certainly is crazy in, in this season, but I think first two seasons were like really crazy. And I think a lot of it stemmed outside of what you see on TV the first two seasons with a lot of drama. Where this group, you know, we got along really well. So I think, yeah, that's why I would say that. That's why I would say that. Well, and like you said, you know, you guys are all friends outside the show, right? I think people think sometimes that cast members don't yeah. hang out after, you know, the the scene is filmed or whatever everything is is done and over with but you guys actually like hang out on a daily basis right yeah i mean i i would argue with anybody that watches bravo there's no show like ours because we were all actually friends beforehand um we didn't all just randomly work at a restaurant like vanderpump or we didn't just you know get put together by you know casting people um you know me kyle even Lindsay, um, some of the other you know cast members in the past. I mean, we all kind of knew each other. We're friends, and we all go to the Hamptons and did summer houses without cameras previous summers. So yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely really cool to, to get put into you know kind of this reality world. But I knew Kyle two summers before ever even knowing anything about summer house, and I was also friendly with you know some of the previous cast members, and then some of the new ones. You know, I had known kind of socially here in New York, so it is a small world amongst you know the kind of the crew that we have. I mean, what a great idea also to go away for, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are there for a few weeks, correct? Yeah, no, so what we do is, I mean, truthfully, I'm probably not so serious, but I will because I'm just happy to answer it, but is we, every single weekend for roughly 10 to 12 weekends in a row, we drive out to the Hamptons on a Friday afternoon oh and stay until Sunday night. We go back to New York City, Monday through Friday, we, we work, we all have jobs. You know, we don't just work at the t-shirt shop on the boardwalk to pay for our summer <laughs> like the Jersey Shore does. 
um, you know, we all have our own careers and our own jobs, and that's, that's what I think the dynamic is cool is because there really is a culture that, you know, outside of New York City people don't really know, but, you know, a lot of kids in their mid-20s, early 30s, and I, I hesitate to use the word kids, but uh, might be appropriate at some point. <laughs> but we, um, no, we, we all, you know, really do get summer houses. There's a lot of different, you know, kind of cultural stuff about the Hamptons that, is, it's, you know, people just wouldn't know that, you know, like 10 to 15 people will rent a house and spend the entire summer out there, but we legitimately have to get back to work on, you know, Monday morning and work all week and then drive back out. So from mid-June to about Labor Day is when we do, you know, all of our weekends. And then they do, you know, periodically, they, you know, you'll see some of the stuff filmed in the city where it's our work life or kind of the, the social stuff that we do in the city. So, yeah, it's a cool show because we kind of do, you know, we have two different things. We have the New York life and then we have the Hamptons life. Yeah, you're basically working seven days a week then. I mean, you, for that 10 to 12 weeks, I mean, you must be absolutely exhausted. That is quite the it's schedule. It's, it's hard. I mean, I, but I think, listen, the, the payoff is, I think, obviously, we get to have fun. You get to hang out at a really beautiful house. You get to, you know, hang out with some friends. You get to meet cool people. And I think all, a lot of us are hoping in some way that, you know, the show and, you know, our social media accounts can all kind of propel and promote you know, our brands or our businesses that we are trying to focus on. I mean, you look at the Real Housewives or some of these other shows, I mean, they all have their own businesses and things they're doing. I think the show can help kind of propel those. Um, so, yeah, it's exhausting, but I think the payoff is, is definitely worth it. I would agree completely, and it's like a dream job. I mean, to be able to, you know, go to a place like the Hamptons and everything it has to offer and then have the show yeah. come out of it, you know, and, and the following for the show has been incredible. I mean, you came off of Vanderpump and then – you guys just exploded. I mean, explain how, because our listeners want to know, how you guys went from basically people not knowing you and then all of a sudden people recognizing you in the Hamptons. Like, how was that kind of change in your, like, status? Yeah, I mean, I would say it was, <laughs> well, I mean, truthfully, the first summer we, you know, we did this, we really had no idea what to expect. I think we were all really excited that we had the opportunity to film with you know, the band of Rules, you know, a couple of the girls for Stassi's birthday. The, 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 the Workers Twins who were on season one and season two, they actually were friendly with Stassi and some of the other girls from LA because the Workers are from California originally, so they were really cool and came and filmed with us. But yeah, I mean, we were we kind of got jump-started, I think, early on with the help of Vanderpump, which is pretty common, I think, for some Bravo shows. I mean, with Vanderpump Rules, they were brought in by the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's a good um, point. Because we yeah. Pump owned this restaurant, true. and she's like, hey, I've got this crazy cast and crew that works at my restaurant. So, true. yeah, I mean, I think our lives have definitely changed a lot as far as people recognizing us or, you know, thinking we're someone important. But I can be completely honest. Like, I'm just a kid from Pittsburgh. Um, I, don't come, I don't come from a lot of money. I've always had jobs as a kid. i still the same dude just trying to, you know, make some money and do something cool with my life. So, you know, you have a lot of social media attention. But I've also had you know, a lot of negative, I think negative things that have, you know, occurred from social media perspective. I mean, I, the amount of messages I get that tell me really mean and nasty things has, has been a little overwhelming, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, but I think that's, that's everywhere and I try to try to take the high road with it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool to have people recognize you. I love the attention. You know, yeah. someone walk up to you on the street, but there's always pluses and minuses and stuff, but it, it's been really fun to get recognized. And I think we're all really lucky to even have that feeling, uh, but it's yeah. not going to last forever, that's for sure. Right. Well, how was it the first time when someone 
recognized you? Like, how did you feel that from, very first from time? From the show. Um, I, I laughed. I mean, I, I love, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an extrovert. I'm a sales guy at heart. I love to talk to people. So I think people are surprised when they meet me that, like, I'm happy to talk to them and, hey, how are you? What's your name? Where are you from? What, you know, and people, like, almost kind of are, like, shocked and blown away that, like, I actually have a, like, I'm a person. Like, they kind of just equate me to being, like, this TV thing. Um, so, yeah, I think the first time I ran into someone, it was, like, it's awesome. They want to take a picture with me, and I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. And they kind of just run off. And, and, <laughs> and you made their day um, or your night or whatever. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah and I, I just, I, I'm, I'm flattered that people, you know, they like the show or they like me or they like, you know, maybe my mom or whoever it is. It's always very flattering to have that. So I always try to take time and talk to them and take a photo. And, you know, if they have any questions or want to just chat, hang out, like, I'm certainly down to do that. I myself like talking to people, so it works for me. And now maybe some of the others on our, on our cast, I don't know, they're maybe not as extroverted as me, but it's certainly, like, I love it. I mean, I'll, I can sit and talk to someone that walks up to me for half an hour and, like, buy him a beer and, and be cool. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't bite. <laughs> I'm just a regular dude. We love that. And we hope to meet you in person someday, someday. and grab a beer. Aaron and I are the same <laughs> way. I was going to say, there's going to be BravoCon in November. They're doing this big convention. I know. That's sold out in yeah. like a minute. It sold out in less than a minute, they said. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, that's probably the best opportunity. But yeah, I mean, if you're ever in New York, follow, you know, find out, you know, maybe send me a message and just uh, we'll, we'll see where we are or I'll probably be in the event. Um, I'm always down to take a picture and talk with the fans. So oh, that I'm, would I'm be flattered awesome. that people even care. Like, we never even thought that people would give a shit. So <laughs> it's cool that people do. See, that's the amazing thing is when you're on a show, people like us, we're the, you know, being the viewers, we think that once we meet you, you guys would probably not want to give us the time or day. And we've met a couple of cast members from Vanderpump, from the Bachelor franchise, and they're also... Everyone's so nice, nice, down to earth. I mean, you guys are just people, you know? We We can't express that enough. Like, you guys are just people that are just doing these really awesome, incredible things, and we're just in awe. Um, of you guys of the kindness that. and the kindness too yeah well, it's I incredible that. I, mean, yeah. I, I think for me too is like you know just it's we're, we have a we have a platform that we've been very lucky to be a part of and if we can use it for good or add some positive value to someone's day or make someone feel better about you know the life that they're living or where they are in their lives like I'm I'm honored and I think we have a, you kind of an obligation to treat people well and if they're you know willing to walk over and ask for a photo or just chat with me I'm, I'm flattered I'm happy to oblige that's just the way you should be and that's just kind of how I am in real life so that's awesome thank well, you for sharing that you mentioned your mom yeah. earlier and yeah. since we are mamas we <laughs> and we know you're close you're close to yours tell us about your relationship with your mama yeah my mama um it's funny you could say mama I, sh- I should have <laughs> mentioned uh Sharon should have mentioned mama Sharon um earlier but yeah she's uh she's my best friend she's you know, I'll just make you guys tell the quick story. Is I, I was born 10 pounds, 6 ounces. And back in 1985, uh, epidurals weren't really a thing and C-sections weren't a thing. So my mom gave birth to me naturally. Think about that. Oh, my God. Bless her day. heart. Can we Bless meet her? her? So, oh, my gosh. Holy. She's a hero. Wow. Wow. She is a hero. So, you know, as a, as a little boy, I think, you know, love our moms. And I, as I've gotten older, I've realized how important, you know, she's been for me and giving me all these opportunities and putting everything, you know, putting herself, you know, on the back plate as far as what she wants in her life and, and really making sure the, the priorities with me. So I think in the last, 
you know, five to 10 years, just as I become, you know, more of a professional and a, a man is, you know, give back to your mom and, you know, make her feel good. So in addition to that was, I mean, my mom had gone through kind of a messy divorce with my dad and, you know, that was really hard for us. So, you know, more and more I've gotten closer with her just due to all that stuff. And truthfully, I wanted her to have a great summer and spend some time with me. So she was lucky enough to, you know, she could visit me and, and be on the show, which was, I mean, amazing for everybody else to see. Um, you know, my relationship with her, and I think just, it gives, it gives me a little bit more of a story, like, I mean, more well-rounded, is like, I'm not just this, I don't know, womanizing single guy who gets <laughs> drunk and, you know, doesn't call girls back during the week. There's <laughs> more going on at home than I think people don't really see, but my mom's been a huge, you know, huge for me, just as from a, just a strength standpoint. I mean, she worked really hard to put food on the table, and I hope I can do the same for her as, as I get older. Oh, we wow. love that. We love your relationship with her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Has she given you any valuable advice that you've taken into your career? Um, I mean, I think just treating people well. I mean, she has a, amazing friends. Doing, I mean, she always preaches just doing the right thing. Um, you know, saying thanks, holding doors open for people, just kind of being mm-hmm. a chivalrous man. I mean, that's, I think, a lot of stuff that is getting lost more and more these days. People are, you know, not really paying attention and... I don't know, she's always, you know, working hard is a big thing for us, and just, you know, remember who your real friends are, because I think sometimes as, let's say, you want to call this fame or Bravo celebrity, I mean, I think some people can be changed by it, but she's always impressed on me that, you know, don't forget where she came from. We love that she reminds you of that, because we're both moms to boys, and we hope to have the same type of relationship Mm -hmm. Um, like you have with your mom and those are things that we always worry about you know when we're raising our kids we're like is anything sinking in like Mm -hmm. are they even do they just hear blah 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 or are they really taking in what we're so it brings comfort to hear that you know you you seem so well grounded and Mm -hmm. um, and thanks to your mom I I mean well I was going to say I mean I mean Things have changed a lot in our society, let's say, in the last 20 years, and I'm, you know, I'm 34, so, you know, my first time I wanted to buy, you know, I wanted a pair of Jordans as, like, a six-year-old kid, and my mom's like, you gotta get a job and get them. So, <laughs> I love um, that. So, Good for her. <laughs> I wouldn't call, call it quite tough love, but, you know, she really impressed upon me that, hey, if you want nice things, or you want to go on this trip, or you want to get that, go cut some grass, or go shovel some driveways. That's yeah. the way to do it. Aaron and I are considered Xennials. And that's the Zenials. way. Yeah, we're Xennials. Yeah. And we were brought up that way. I mean, I had to go in the backyard and rake leaves and pull weeds. And it just, it builds character. Yeah. It really, you know, makes you the person that you want to be. I mean, your your best self. We applaud your yeah. mom. Yeah. Yay. Well, I love that. <laughs> I, would, I would say, too, I mean, leading by example is also, I think, important. I mean, my mom always was working two jobs or, you know, really going out of a way to really make us happy and make other, you know, other family members happy. So I think, you know, I kind of saw that, saw the power of, you know, how hard she was working and, you know, that, that, that pays off, I think. So that's, you know, we've obviously, we've had our moments too long, but, you know, for the most part, it, I, I wouldn't be here without her. So I, I try to never forget that. Oh my gosh. You are melting our hearts right now. So sweet. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just speaking the truth. I'm just saying what I, you know, saying what's, what's going on. But I, I think it's harder these days with, there's so many distractions in our lives. I mean, even technology. Like, I didn't have a cell phone from, I think, a senior, junior in high school. I mean, we, the thing, you know, you, you know, there, so there's a lot, of, a lot has changed now. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have video games. Like, you know, I was always family time, family dinner. It was always important. So I, 
think some of that stuff can get lost these days. I hope people can maybe focus on, you know, no technology at the dinner table and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Those things are so, so important. Well, we may have to interview yeah. her. She seems like she's incredibly amazing. I think she'd have a lot of wonderful she things to share. probably would. I'll have to, I'll have to let her know that you're interested in her. She's awesome. super busy, but she could probably do it on like a weekend. Oh, we would love that. We would be honored. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. So you mentioned Loverboy earlier. Let's dive back into that because we know that is your big passion right now. It's your baby. Tell our listeners all about it, and we can't wait to try this drink. Yeah, I can't wait for everybody to try it. And, you know, basically the the genesis of Loverboy started with the first summer of filming Summer House. I mean, Kyle is from... Uh, New Hampshire, Vermont area. So he, in the Northeast, it's very popular to drink twisted tea. Mm-hmm. And twisted tea is an alcoholic beverage. Obviously tastes like tea, but there's you know, a decent amount of alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. And Kyle kind of introduced us to this twisted tea and we were drinking a ton of it, but we weren't really looking at the nutrition facts. And we looked at the back and there really wasn't much nutritional value or any printed on there. And we realized that there's 30 grams of sugar in each can. Ooh. And I don't know if you know how many grams of sugar in a candy bar, but it's almost the same amount. Yeah. So, um, yes, we eat a lot of candy. We do know. <laughs> and I love candy, don't get me wrong. But when you're drinking and you're having fun and you're putting down three or four of these, you know, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Oof. you know, you're you're not adding to your you're not adding to your health. You're, you're taking good. away. And we, we're, we're very fit, fit people. So you know, over the course of a couple summers, Kyle was like, you know. What's, what's going on with this transparency of the brand? So basically, you know, the, the hard seltzers of the world, the White Claws, truly, they're very popular. Um, so over the course of like two years, Kyle basically put together a whole idea of, of a, a hard sparkling tea. So essentially, it's sugar-free, gluten-free, organic, 90 calories, and it has 4.2% alcohol. So it's a, a better-for-you beverage. And the idea is we wanted something that tasted real and tastes good and you don't get an alcoholic taste in, the, in kind of in the finish of it. So yeah, Kyle and Amanda, and I mean, obviously some of my input, but Kyle you know, really takes the cake on all of it is he met with a chemist, he met with consultants, and he actually cooked up the actual ingredients and found the right ingredients to make the, the, the Loverboy tea that you know, has come to market. You know, we launched about a month and a half ago to live to consumers. That is incredible. Um, Kyle's fiance Amanda was obviously in charge uh, from the creative side, so she does kind of graphic design and creative consulting uh, in her professional life. So you know, she designed and worked with a brand to create the can that you'll see and the kind of the logo. And mm-hmm. it's a nice yeah, logo. It's, it's amazing it's... branding. Yeah, the right, branding yeah. she knocked out of the park. So joint effort. But yeah, I mean, we're available right now in New York City and the Hamptons, which obviously we wanted to cater to our our local area first. We are, unfortunately, it's taxed and regulated as a beer, which is, because that's the root of it. It's a sugar beer. It's what mm. makes up the alcoholic portion. And beer is actually taxed state by state. So it's not like a wine or a spirit mm. where you can just ship to any state around the country. So we're strategically opening up new states as we go. So Florida being next, Massachusetts, and then ideally New Jersey, Connecticut, and then hopefully for you girls or moms, it will be California. Yay! I hope we're not at the coming end of that list. Soon. I know. Yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. But, um, the response has been amazing. We're, we're currently at Whole Foods here in New York City. A few other locations uh, in the Hamptons. There's been several bars and, and clubs that are carrying us. 
yeah, so we're, we're kind of taking a strategic approach at first. I mean, we'd love to, to ship you guys some right now. Unfortunately, it's just not, not available just due to oh. the laws and regulations of how each state works. Bummer. Bummer. So These mamas love alcohol. <laughs> yes, well, we're the most of mamas. I'm very confident. <laughs> I'm very confident that you, know, you and your listeners, once they get their hands on it, you'll be you'll coming back to buy some more because it is a really, really solid drink. Substantial amount of money to, to get it launched. You know, I've been leading the sales efforts. So, you know, Kyle's handling obviously some of the larger conversations. But yeah, I've been out, out on the road selling stuff and just going, as I would say, balls to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you do it from the ground up, that's the only way you can do it, right? Balls to the wall. Can you talk about the different flavors? Because I know there's a lot of different flavors that will be available. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's three flavors. The, basically, the, the, the root of it is an organic tea. So the first one would be a black tea, cool. ginger. So I would think of it like a, just a, almost like an Arnold Palmer, like a lemonade iced tea kind of taste. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's the first flavor. And then the second would be a hibiscus pomegranate tea. Oh. And that's a kiss. Every, every, every drink is kissed with lime. Because basically a lover boy is, is a chivalrous knight who is freeing you from beer. Because <laughs> beer is a lot of carbs. Beer has yes. you know, more calories. It, it, you feel fuller. So Loverboy is really, uh, you know, that, that really good guy who's, or boy who's trying to free you from, you know, bad drinks, not transparent ingredients, and just a better for you feeling that you're drinking something that, you know, is better in, in your body and, and it's going to make you feel a lot better. So Bye-bye beer bellies, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, bye-bye beer bellies. Um, and then the third flavor is a white tea peach. Oh. So I think right now, I mean, my personal favorite would be the black tea ginger because I do like the kind of Arnold Palmer lemonade and tea taste. But across the board, I mean, they all taste great. I think everybody has their own individual likes and dislikes. I think for the summer right now, the peach, white tea peach has been our most popular. So it sounds like there's just something for everyone that's perfect. There is. There is. It's totally, you know, something for everyone. And then we, you know, down the line, I think we're going to, you know, develop some other flavors and some other you know, even like a spritz kind of drink, because I, I know the Aperol spritz mm-hmm. is a popular drink mm-hmm. out here. Yes. Um, you know, doing something with Loverboy, but each Loverboy flavor can actually be mixed with hard alcohol as well. You know, you can do like a gin with the white tea peach, or you can do a tequila with uh, the white tea. There's a lot of different ways you can mix in uh, hard alcohol as to kind of give it a little more boost if you want that. Yeah, and with the holidays coming up soon, everyone likes to make like a hol- holiday beverage. Hopefully you guys will have something out for, you know, the fall? We might. I mean, I'll be honest. We, we are a lean startup. Um, our main goal is to do, do these three products really well. And we don't want to bite off more than we can chew by offering 15 flavors and only you know, four of them are really being, being bought and sold. So right now, I mean, we've done a lot of market testing, a lot of research. It's been a combination of about two and a half years of work to get to where we are now. And now it's getting in the hands of the consumers, which has been really, really great. I mean, I think the response has been unreal. But I think for right now, our main focus is to just get these, these three cans in everybody's hands and then, you know, in the next year or two, obviously expand. So the name Loverboy, where did that come from? No, they worked with a branding agency, actually, to come up with different names. Uh, but I think the comedy of, of it all is that's the name that really stuck out. It, it grabs your attention. You, you say it out loud, it, it has a catch to it. But also, there's a famous band, Loverboy, from the 80s, and their hit song oh. is Working for the Weekend. Exactly what we've been doing on TV for the last four years. So <laughs> perfect, <laughs> that's so, genius. It's, 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 it's a match made in heaven. So yeah, but the name is was kind of done over the course of like you know a couple months with 
several different iterations of different names being sent to us and trying out different things and little boys was what I got the most. Oh yeah, it's a perfect fit. And it just rolls off the tongue. I mean, lover boy. No one will forget that name. With the the branding and the colors, you know, when you look at a shelf right now and the biggest thing in retail and and buying products at a store is you want people to pull you off the shelf. And I think when when we're on the shelf next to other competitive, you know, seltzer or hard sparkling products is, you know, there's a lot of just white boxes up there and they don't really have a lot of that. So I think our box and our can really stick out. So it's, it's a very social social beverage, which is cool. Okay, so Carl, we have to get into this because it's something that we really want to talk to you about. This whole fuckboy redemption thing. Can you please (laughs) talk to us about why you have this nickname and what all this is about? We really want to know from you. Well, the term fuckboy is actually not, I didn't come up with that, but it's a term for (laughs) a a, a guy or it can be a girl too. FYI, I can be a fuck girl. Okay. (laughs) But from a guy who goes on multiple dates with multiple girls over the course of whatever he's texting multiple girls and doing whatever he wants he maybe doesn't call a girl back after a date he maybe miss you know is not calling her back he's not responding to her text oh ghosting we know that (laughs) ghosting yeah I think I've been accused and I think some of what you know maybe you've seen on season one and season two of the show is you know I got caught kind of caught talking to people at the same time. I got kind of put in positions that were a little awkward, but I'm more just taking the ownership of it as being like, listen, I'm trying to be a better man and a better person, and that's what I've been accused of being, and that's also a lot to do with TV. I mean, I'm not that bad, but you know, I certainly have my moments in my late 20s where I was going on dates with multiple girls and trying to, you know, kind of figure out which girl I wanted the most, but, you know, like, I think a lot of girls do this stuff too, so it's not just, not just girls, not just guys and girls. Absolutely agree. Of oh, course. Completely. Especially when you meet that one special girl, you're gonna know and you're just gonna totally put all your cards in. Are you ready to meet that special girl? Would you be willing to settle down? We know you're single currently, but if she were to come along um, and check all your boxes. I mean, yeah, obviously I'd like to be settled down at some point. I think there's a lot in my own personal life that I'm still kinda of navigating. Um, I've had some trust issues. Yeah, I mean obviously I'd, if someone came along and they were fantastic and I check the boxes or whatever, it's, it'd be great. But I, I just haven't gotten to that point. I've met some amazing girls, but it just hasn't, you know, I think timing is also a big part of it. And fully being on a TV show doesn't, doesn't really help my case either. It's expensive to date people while being on a TV show. Well, oh, yeah, I can sure, imagine. Yeah, yeah definitely. For sure and like I said, different. for 10 to 12 for weeks, you're working seven days a week too, you know, so. Yeah. 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 Just my, my bandwidth, I think social media. I mean, there's a lot of that that is, I think, that's also not really clear on your, you know, you don't really notice that, but that's something that's been challenging. And, uh, or on the other side is girls are like, oh, you're on that TV show, you must just hook up with a ton of, you know, ton of females. They, they like you because you're on the show or they don't like you because you're on a show. So it's like, there's not really that fine middle ground and that's been hard to find. Right, and they already have like preconceived notions in their heads about you. They're already like semi-judging oh. you, right? Which is not fair. I mean, um, you seem no, to I mean, be an incredible nice guy. It's just, just 
the nature of what I signed up for. So I try to do my best to communicate, you know, be honest and tell the truth and say, listen, like, if I go to this bar with you, there's probably going to be 15 girls that run up to me and want to take pictures of me, <laughs> which is crazy to me that, you know, that that happens, but it's just the way that. And you should just be like how you've been open and honest with them. And, you know, I used to be a dating coordinator. I always told my clients, make sure that you put it all out there, you know, because the right one won't be scared of anything you say or do. The right one will be like, that's cool. I'm down with that. I don't really care. You know, not judgmental, not criticizing, just completely accepting. And so, secure with herself yeah, and exactly. the relationship with you. Yeah. So, so that girl will come along when it's she's That's a challenge is the, sec- the securing themselves stuff. And I, I can get that. I've been you know, insecure in my life a lot. And I, I'm still probably a little, to some degree, with making that next step of being, you know, fully, you know, wanting to get married. I mean, I definitely want that at some point. But, you know, there's a lot, I think, I'm still trying to kind of navigate as a, you know, a young man and, you know, my job situation and financial status and, you know, my family life, it's, it's been a lot. So, you know, but I also have my, you know, I, I want attention from a girl. You know, it's hard to find that. So of there's a lot of pressure to find it, but I, you know, I will. At the end of the day, I mean, that's, that's kind of where a lot of us, you yeah. know, want to end up being yeah, with that, our soulmate and being with that person. I mean, we both, Aaron and I both got married later in life and take your time. You're yeah. doing the right thing. No, I mean, do not rush it. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing all the right things. You're, you're on the right track. Yeah. yeah and that's what I've been trying to do, but there, there is a lot, I mean, just, there's a lot of pressure. I think just societally, you know, oh, you're 34 and you're not married yet. It's like, okay, no, but that, you know, it is what it is. Everybody's different. Um, I'm, I don't feel too bad about it but there's definitely yeah. a lot of exterior pressure sometimes oh well i got married at 37 so you're fine and i'm a female <laughs> and i'm a girl uh, yeah. so yeah like yeah yeah you're fine you're totally so, fine before we wrap up and we have really enjoyed our conversation with you so much carl we always have a little game that we play with our guests um erica you want to explain this one yeah so this one is just i'm going to throw out some names to you if you can describe them with one word um, it might be difficult, but try your best. <laughs> Are you ready to play with us? I'm ready to play. So the first one is Andy Cohen. Awesome. Oh. Kyle Cook. The man. Oh, man. I like that. Uh-huh. Lindsay Hubbard. Boss babe. Oh, love it. The Lauren Workus. Uh, Strong, smart, beautiful woman. Whoa, three words. I love that. Stassi <laughs> Schroeder. Uh, outfit of the day. <laughs> oh, we like well, that. We love I, that. I, I, That's I, great. I know her, but I don't know her well enough to, I think, have any kind of sort of opinion. I mean, she's a sweet girl. I mean, but I don't know her that well to, to give you like a one-word adjective about who she is. Okay. <laughs> Shep Rose. Uh, gregarious. Oh, very nice. Austin Kroll. Just a good southern boy. Sheena? Uh, she's a, uh, what was it? She's an L.A., uh, I don't even know, an L.A. babe of everything. Like, she can do anything. She's a very talented girl, I think. (laughs) All right. That was fun. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with us. We've really enjoyed talking to you, Carl, and we'll be so excited to watch you on season four. You can watch us on demand, the reruns. And then Loverboy on Instagram. How do they find Loverboy? It's at at drinkloverboy.com and on Instagram at drinkloverboy. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, have a great day. Thank you so much for mingling with us. Sounds good. Thanks, ladies. Have a great one. You You too. too. Bye. Bye.
We hope you guys enjoyed our episode with Carl from Summer House, and we cannot wait for season it to four. return. Yeah. Yes, season four. So, hey guys, if you're on the East Coast and you get a hold of Loverboy, please let us know. We are dying to try this beverage. Yeah, and since we're in California and we have to wait, it seems oh, we like we have to wait for quite some time. We don't know how long. So, um, um, yeah, and if you're Summer House fans, uh, which hopefully you are, uh, let us know. Chime in about this episode and how you felt. And about tag Carl. What Carl and let, said yes. And tag Carl. Let him know that you enjoyed this episode. Yep. And go follow him. Go follow Loverboy. Lover yeah. And again, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Bye, Bye guys.